this is Russ Hackman, host of The Wall Street Sweeper. Coming up this week, we'll be talking about the latest from the Fed and impact on your portfolio, concerns from some strategists about a downturn later this year, and how to beat the three layers of fees that may be dragging down your portfolio. And now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Welcome once again. It's the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Keep in mind, Russ and Claire and the team, you can meet with them. Uh, convenient to you around Boston, four offices, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. Russ Hackman, 25 years as a financial advisor, focused on navigating retirement amid volatile markets and uh, early years on Wall Street trading desks. So I like that insight also, Russ, that you bring to the show. Welcome, Russ. And I know that we start out uh, the show looking at the markets. So July's over and pretty positive performance so far. Well, it really has been a very strong uh, start to the year. And I think people have obviously seen it in their monthly statements that have come in. You saw through uh, July 31st, incidentally, my 53rd oh, that's birthday. That's right. Dave, Belated you know, happy just, birthday to you. I just never miss an opportunity to wish myself <laughs> a happy birthday. I just <laughs> uh, and I miss every opportunity to wish myself one. <laughs> In any event, um, yeah, S&P up about 20% year to date. And we've talked about this kind of uh, lack of of breadth in the market in the sense that about seven or eight technology stocks really driving that. So you have uh, the NASDAQ 100 that's been up 40% or more. You've got uh, technology stocks now at a high in terms of their part uh, that they are of the S&P. About 27% of the S&P is the biggest technology stocks and if you strip out those tech te technology stocks, the market's only up about five or six percent or so. So, in our portfolios, a lot of which have are linked to the S and P one way or another, people have had some decent bounce back from those uh, very frustrating losses uh, from last year. So that's a good thing. And what we're being mindful of is, gee, this is a little thin. This market rally, it's just really these big stocks that are really driving things. And so we want to, we definitely want to keep an eye on that. Uh, interest rates have been ticking up again. The Fed brought uh, short-term uh, Fed funds rates up to five and a half percent. The good news is you're starting to see CDs get up near five and a half percent. Yeah. That's okay, funny. that's great, right? Uh, but on the other hand, um, you know, concern that that this continuing to hike rate is causing is is potentially going to cause more strain in the financial system, the likes of which we saw manifested earlier in the year through three or so bank failures. Some smart strategists that I follow are saying, you know, let's be careful. Things are a little fragile out there. Um, and I think it's, you know, as we're talking about, you know, plans with folks every week, it's about, okay, if we got our, if we got some gains back, how do we protect those in areas where we didn't get any gains back? Uh, if you're out there, if you look at your statements as they come in, you're seeing, Hey, my stock funds are up, but I see these mutual funds, these bond mutual funds, they're not up. And in fact, some of them are now getting to be down on the year. And so as people come in for these second opinions, we're looking at, hey, what do we do about, we got some money that's working for us, we got some money that's not really working for us. 
how do we make sure all of our money is working for us? Yeah, and, and that's exactly what you want to do. Now, we have an, uh, a lot of 2023 left. Uh, how are you feeling about the rest of the year? What do you, what are you, any predictions, any, any optimism? You know, as, as um, you know, folks, uh, our regular listeners know, we, you know, we try not to, you know, uh, forecast too much. You know, as Warren Buffett says, you can't really do that. If he can't, then certainly I can't. <laughs> but, you know, we're always, you know, our general philosophy, uh, as, as our clients and regular listeners know, is, hey, we're always going to make sure that we are cautiously positioned in the sense of we got a lot of safe money. We do want a good amount of money in the stock market, too. Normally, not more than 50% of our money that can benefit if things rise. And we also want to be mindful of, hey, are there techniques that we can use to lock in gains that that uh, that uh, have occurred? And, we, and in fact, um, we have a, had a lot of that occur. We had a lot of... Um, different ki kinds of low-cost annuities, different types of uh, other principal-protected products that we got into late last year, those are now locking in higher gains and basically setting new principal-protected levels. So those are the kinds of things you, wa you want to be thinking about in this kind of market where decent gains, can I protect them? A good time uh, now, to, Dave, to transition to offer the next five callers the opportunity and come in and see us for a second opinion and full por portfolio x-ray. And as Russ does every week, opening his schedule to make these comprehensive reviews available at no cost, no obligation to the next five at 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000, again, 617-674-2000. Coming up, we welcome Hackman Wealth Senior Vice President and partner Claire here onto the show. with the Wall Street sweeper sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street and joined by Hackman Wealth Partners Senior Vice President Claire Hare. She is a part of the show, also like Russ, discussing the goings on in the financial universe and uh, our current economic climate and, and sharing case studies with us. Claire, one thing uh, we were just talking about it before, uh, during the break, before we went on, uh, the most recent uh, interest rate hike about a, what week and a half ago or so. And you had an observation on that for this most recent hike. Sure. Um, the, the hike was um, 25 basis points or 0.25%. And basically, um, we've noticed in these past hikes where we were, you know, monitoring the market, we'd see the market when the Fed raised the rates seemed to be going down because people were nervous. And yeah. Does this mean that we're still in this, you know, possible downturn, a recession might be coming? But this recent raise, it's sort of, started like you know making the stock markets go up so it sort of had the opposite effect not interesting whether people now yeah whether people now have gotten sort of used to this and they're you know less nervous about the future but we had seen sort of a sustained stock run um it started to go down in a couple of days after the um, rate hike slightly but it was threatening a record that was set 
for the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which had been a record long streak set back in 1897. Yeah. So they thought that perhaps they were going to beat that, but I think they just missed it. So. But that is, uh, so yeah, you're right. I wonder if it is being numb to it now or what? what is it exactly? Yeah, right? and I think there's different things happening. I mean, I think there is there are good earnings reports that have been coming out for different companies. Um, Google posted one of the, you know, best reports for their revenue that went up in the past quarter. And you remember those tech stocks last year were, you know, doing poorly. So yeah. again, there's, a, I think, more confidence in the tech side of the market. Also, the employment seems to be holding steady. I think some inflation has also declined, but there's still like a bump, you know, in inflation in terms of high prices and, you know, different places that it hasn't receded. So I think the Fed is being very cautious and saying we really have to try to get down to our target of 2%. And whether or not they'll get there, we'll soon to be, we'll soon see. But I think at the meantime, people are still experiencing some high prices. You can still see high prices at the supermarket. Uh, it seems like gas prices have leveled and come down a little bit. But a lot of other things haven't. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, I mean, it's great to every week have you and Russ keeping track of what's going on because it's definitely ever changing these days. And the one thing that I know that you and Russ strive for is bringing in or building in more stability in uh, the plans of the people you work with. And you you really demonstrate that on this show every week with some really good case studies. Yes. And, and I have one that I'd love to share with the listeners today. Um, we did have a woman in her 60s, early 60s, who was retiring soon. Um, she worked as a, in the healthcare area and was part of a private practice. Um, she had heard our radio shows, and we have the 500K threshold. She was a little nervous she wasn't going to be able to meet that threshold, but we took her on as a client. And we did provide her with a plan that created sort of a private pension for her that guaranteed lifetime income for her the rest of her life and make sure she wouldn't run out of money when she started to retire and, and beyond that. So she was planning to retire by 70. She was very grateful for our service. And she happened to show the plan to her other you know, practitioners and the management that ran her um, where she worked. And they were just, oh, we can't believe those numbers. That doesn't seem possible. So she said, gee, you know, I'm getting all this pushback, but I have confidence in you. And so even though she was, you know, getting the skepticism from the people around her, mm -hmm. she definitely had confidence in us. And she was very pleased that, you know, she did adopt this plan. And when the market was sort of tanking late last year, she was perfectly fine. So she was very appreciative of our efforts. And I think it just shows that we're trying, you know, obviously to help people, but we also are educating people. And that's a big part of our practice in that we want people to understand these complex investment products that are out there, new trends in the market. And they will often hear from people that their current advisors really don't show them many new ideas or that they're confused about things. They're confused about rules as they relate to Roths and IRAs and all these different things that they're facing mm -hmm. as they approach retirement. So a big part of our job is really to educate people and make sure that they understand what they're involved with and what they can do with their investments. Yeah, I mean, there's so much there, you said, and, and that's, that is great. I'm, I'm glad that she felt good about it, even though there were some naysayers who were incorrect that she encountered. But, you know, it is confusing. And um, also, too, I think people appreciate not that these plans don't, aren't, don't need reviews, everything needs reviews, but to have something that they don't have, feel like they have to reinvent the wheel every so often in their retirement. That's the last thing you want to do, isn't it? Exactly. And, and what we try 
try to do is lay out a plan that you know starts from whatever their current age is all the way to age 100. Now, some people obviously aren't going to make it to 100. Some might live beyond, but people are living longer. So we want to make sure that we're covering the bases for those later years. And yes, we want to make sure that they know that they can just, as Russ says, keep the paper in the top drawer and pull it out and know exactly when they're 72, where their sources of money are coming from and how much money they'll have. And they need to meet their budget and see that their investments are still growing. So we have it sort of mapped out. We do change it as time goes on and update it in terms of what's happened in the market and how their investments are doing. But in general, it's sort of already laid out and you can be confident that, you know, within a few degrees, you know, either way, you're probably going to be pretty target on target in terms of having enough money to live through your retirement. And and really, you're talking more like in these reviews, if it's built properly, the minor tweaks. And sometimes those minor tweaks could include opportunities that have that have come back like styles do, for instance, like sure. CDs and things like that looking attractive again. Exactly. And so, who you know, a few years ago, we wouldn't have even thought about CDs. But now all of a sudden, they're a very attractive short term investment as long as the interest environment is what it is today. You know, I, I don't, you may not remember Willard Scott on the Today Show. I mean, every now and then he'd wish someone a happy 100th birthday. Well, if these days, they'd ha- that would have to be the entire Today Show every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're, we're getting up to like 115 and 120, but I do remember that. But people are living longer. So and, and we see women living even longer than men um, in just sort of the actual data that shows that. But, you know, you do have to be prepared for that. And I think that's one of the things people worry about with inflation is, you know, my money is losing purchasing power. You know, what can I do to keep that purchasing power steady? Because I realize that things are going to get more and more expensive. So you have to be sure that you're in investments that can provide for that um, and make sure that, you know, we do know that social security that a lot of people depend on does get a cost of living adjustment every year. Last year, got a very high one, about 9%. But, you know, even if that's true, other things, you know, may not be something that you can afford that you thought you could before you retired. So travel expenses, for instance, that may have gone up a lot. Um, you know, we know airfares kind of fluctuate, mm-hmm. restaurants get more expensive, hotels. But you, if you're sitting waiting to think about what am I going to do when I retire and even housing costs can go up. So people have to be really cognizant of that as they think about the future and develop these financial plans. Speaking of thinking of the future, a chance to schedule clear with you and Russ and the team. Yes. And please, if you have over 500,000 in assets, investable assets, we'd love to have you in and have a consultation, which is free of charge and give you a second opinion on your portfolio. And and to schedule, and this is for the next five who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Russ is back in the studio, more Wall Street Sweeper. Back with the Wall Street Sweeper, Russ Hackman, back in the studio. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. And Russ, and, and the goal of Russ Clear and the team is to help you get a clear picture of your financial life. And even in murky waters, to get that clear picture. That's certainly something we've been dealing with for a while. And we just had yet another interest rate hike at Fed Chair Jerome Powell shared his biggest fear when it comes to not handling inflation in the long term and what he hopes and plans to avoid. 
The worst outcome for everyone, of course, would be not to deal with inflation now, not get it done. Whatever the short-term social costs of getting inflation under control, the longer-term social costs of failing to do so are greater. The historical record is very, very clear on that. If you go through a period where inflation expectations are not anchored, inflation is volatile, it interferes with people's lives and with economic activity, and you know that's the thing we really need to avoid and will avoid. So it's a tough balancing act, Russ, that uh, the Fed chair is going through. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes, not to say, you know, whether or not he's doing a good job with it. Um, what are your thoughts on what he just said? Well, I think he's he's talking his own game to some extent. You know, I think to be careful, he may be listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, to a large extent, you know, this is his fault, right? That, you know, they printed money endlessly and so did the fiscal authorities and really didn't have their eye on you know, what the impact of that could be. We, If you remember, we spent an entire year of the Fed telling us that inflation was transitory. Right. And I tell you, I had clients out there saying, hey, the cost of everything is like tripling, quadrupling, like cl- uh, clients that work in the paper industry, in the uh, building supplies industry, the packaging industries. A lot of industries were saying, hey, inflation is out of control. And the... Fed was sitting here saying this is all transitory. So it took him about a year to admit it. And so I think that that's his fault. And in large part, I mean, Mr. Powell is right in that, uh, you know, we need to get this under control, but it also is essential for his legacy. So, <laughs> yeah, right. True. Yeah. I know we got a couple other interesting we do. quotes in here too, right? Actually, kind of a point counterpoint here. Fox Business tackle the topic of the potential investments that people can consider in this challenging economic climate. They invited Euro Pacific's Peter Schiff and Nat Alliance's Andy Brenner on the network to go toe to toe on what the best ar- options are now, given the inflation we've been facing. I love T bills at five and a half percent. Look, you can't get a better deal than T bills right now. I just like accruing five and a half percent for T bills. So I'm going to stay safe. I've made some good money in equities this year. I'm going to kind of put that aside, and I'm going to coordinate into T-bills. And that's that was Andy Brenner. So first off, Russ, what are your thoughts on what Mr. Brenner said? Yeah, we've been we've been you know that's preaching to the choir for us. You know, we've been saying I don't understand why. Uh, you know, we're big critics of what I call two-dimensional financial planning, which is just there's two assets, only stocks and bonds, and uh, T-bills. I don't. I don't put in the category of bonds because they're just very, very short duration treasury bills that are kind of like CDs paying about five and a half percent. And as opposed to these bond funds that if you're out there, look at your portfolio, you have these bond funds, these quote unquote income funds. Those are the things that are not coming back. Uh, They have not been bouncing back. And our philosophy has been, I don't know why, we want to hold something that's yielding three-ish percent, maybe a little bit more, that still has risk. And indeed, interest rates have been rising. People have been losing money on their bond funds again. Why not just make five and a half percent in the bank or in a very, very short-term treasury? There's just there's there's no good answer to that. And I think I think we're running out of time for more quotes on this. Let's do go ahead and and transition and you know, a key part of, you know, folks are, are hearing us talk about a key part of this is 
what do I do? Yes, I have my stock market money. What do I do with my safe money? T-bills is a great answer. There's other great answers as well that can yield a little more with some principal protection, but some more upside. So let's offer folks the opportunity. If you've saved $500,000 or more for retirement, come in and see us for that second opinion and complimentary financial plan. 617-674-2000 to schedule next five, no cost, no obligation. 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, a client case study from Russ. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners and the host of this get-together every week, the Wall Street Sweeper, Russ Hackman and the team helping you get a clear picture of your financial life and years now helping navigate people uh, on that journey to and through their retirement, uh, offering financial and retirement services at Hackman Wealth Partners. Now, uh, also answering questions on this show as we're getting ready to do. If you'd like to submit a question to Russ to be answered by him on the show, Hackman wealth.com is the website that's hackmanwealth.com click the radio tab like martha did she says how do i determine how much to withhold on my monthly social security income this will be the first year that i've received benefits and they are starting in september well martha it really depends on uh what your other income is if you're if your other income is uh, pretty low, then you really don't need to have much withheld at all because the taxation of your Social Security may be very, very low. And it is indeed possible to have the taxation of your Social Security to be close to zero if you don't have a, a lot of other taxable income. So, But if you do have a reasonable amount of other income, you're generally wanting to get and you don't want that sort of year-end surprise of having to and you know having to write that check to Uncle Sam then you know 12% is usually a good number if you want to be even more conservative take yourself into the 22% tax bracket Frank says I have money in CDs you've talked a lot about CDs lately he says I'm charged fees for withholding from these accounts I want my money to be able to grow in an account but I also want to be able to withdraw from it without any fees if needed what other kind of accounts can I invest my money in well, if you do for our clients that and and you know we're we're having most clients get into kind of you know kind of pursuant to one of the, the previous segments, have some money in T bills, have some money in CDs. Um, that is, uh, you know, that's where you can get those you know five and a half percent ish returns. Now, if you're needing to withdraw money though month to month. Uh, as uh, Frank is noting, if you cash in a CD early, then you can uh, have to pay some penalties on that. So what we always recommend is, is that folks keep some money liquid. Now, you can keep them in money market funds at the likes of Fidelity, like we keep a lot of uh, accounts at Fidelity for clients. You can earn 5% on a money market fund that is a very low risk. And that, you know, you can access your money in two days. So, uh, and there is no penalty to access your money. So it's important that when you are investing in, you know, three, six, nine month things that can yield closer to five and a half, that you do keep some money very, very liquid for what you might need in the next month or two. 
And from Marie, I'm 65. I have 1.5 million from divorce proceedings. What concepts can I use to guide the allocation of my assets in my portfolio? Well, it, it, it starts, it's a good opportunity to sort of kind of take it from the top. It really starts with what kind of income do you need to be able to uh, live right? Uh, what kind of, generally speaking, if you have a lump sum like this, then the number one uh, most important thing to do is to protect it and not take significant risk. So we'd be wanting to look at, uh, Marie, we'd, ha we'd have you look at, you know, we certainly would want 50, 60, 70% of your money to be principal protected and safe. You know, again, nothing wrong with, as we've been talking about, earning five and a half percent in T-bills on that. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not going to last forever as the Fed eventually cuts rates. But uh, you have those alternatives. You'll want a little bit of uh, stock market exposure, uh, most likely. But it comes down to the detailed kind of income planning that we do in our complimentary uh, sessions that we have with folks where we really look at what we call the one-page income plan and all of our clients and a lot of our listeners have seen these, where I do look and say, I got to answer that question. If I'm 95 and I'm still here, where's my money coming from? So I think, Marie, it's important for you to get in and do some, uh, you know, some very good detailed income planning. And obviously, we'd be happy to help you with that. Dave, it is an opportunity to transition to another opportunity for folks to uh, call in. If you face if you've saved five hundred thousand a million dollars or more, come in and see us for that complimentary second opinion, complimentary portfolio review and financial plan. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. The next five at no cost, no obligation. This comprehensive review. 617-674-2000 to schedule. Coming up. Russ helps a couple remove the three layers of fees from their retirement plan. Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Russ Hackman, 25 years in the financial arena, helping navigate uh, with the people he works with, they're building in that navigation process to and through retirement. Russ, uh, as president of Hackman Wealth Partners, is very passionate about helping to give you a clear picture of your financial life. And, you know, he shares how he does that sometimes on the show. I love this part of it, uh, Russ, because you do share case studies. And you were talking about working with a couple, removing the three layers of fees from their portfolio. I, I guess uh, they appreciated that. <laughs> well, it, it's right. And, you know, I'm just going to kind of wave my hands to everyone uh, out there and, uh, you know, say, um, you know, if you think this isn't a problem for you, I can't even tell you how many th how many times People think they don't have problems with excess fees and underperformance. And when you really get into it, um, it's there. And it can be really, really a huge sort of hidden tax on your portfolio that can be financially devastating over a 10 or 20 year period. So I want to you know, get into the specific example for a couple that uh, we're working with uh, in their late 50s and still working. Uh, they're working crazy hours. They're relying on a big box firm to manage their portfolio. Their 
portfolio well into the seven figures, but really I see this with portfolios of all sizes from 500,000 to 10 million and up. It really just exists everywhere where people are relying on certain financial advisors that have this way of doing business that results in this three layers of fees. So what we did when we looked at these, this multiple seven-figure portfolio for this couple was we saw a couple things. We, um, again, we take the individual statements. So when folks come in and see us, they bring their statements, either a copy for us or we scan them in. We ran them through our portfolio x-ray. We saw for these folks, they had a big chunk of money in bonds, first of all. Now, people in long-term bond funds, uh, you know, people hear me frequently talk about this, but long-term bond funds, not a good investment for most people. You're, um, if you're in those funds, you lost 15 to 20% of them. Look at them in your portfolio. Look at what happened last year and look at what's going on this year. You're not making any of that money back, right? Mm -hmm. So this couple had too much in bond funds, but then more to the point on fees, when we got into basically all of their big box firm had them in a portfolio of mutual funds, which is very common. I've, most everyone can look at their statements and see, okay, I'm in different, different funds that my advisor has put me in. And it's pretty hard to figure this out on your own, but you throw it through the portfolio x-ray and out comes the report that says, hey, this couple, again, sophisticated people with millions of dollars of investments paying, in some cases, one, if we saw some funds with 2% fees wow. in the mutual funds. And let me tell you, there is no reason on earth that anyone should be paying that level of fees for a mutual fund. Mm -hmm. And what that also immediately shows is of course, if you're paying one two percent fees, you're gonna be underperforming the market by one to two percent. But what also happens is it's usually even worse than that, where you're seeing that the underperformance is something like in the three percent, four percent range. So let's say we're talking about a couple with three million dollars in assets that might be underperforming three uh, percent or more. Dave, that's that's ninety thousand dollars wow. a year. Drives it home, right? Yeah, and you wouldn't think that would be happening. Now, why would anyone put someone into a uh, a bunch of accounts that are are that costly? Yeah, there is no justification. I guarantee, if you look at any of those funds, and we did over the last ten years, they've consistently underperformed. Either being in the S and P being in whatever bond index they were supposed to be tracking, no justification whatsoever other than the reason that that's done. This goes into the Wall Street sweeper part of our job. The reason that that is done is because those mutual funds that are in a client portfolio, in a fiduciary relationships, are paying kickbacks to the big box uh, firm. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, well, it's like, well, what, hold on a second. Like I thought the whole point of fiduciary and whatnot is there's not conflicts of interest. They're putting my best interest first. It just is not the case. 
our industry has a pretty contorted version of what a fiduciary is in many cases and what passes uh, as a quote unquote fiduciary relationship. And I even have a, a uh, article I wrote in Forbes about this uh, that's posted on my website at hackmanwealth.com that you can look at and say, hey, just because your advisor is a fiduciary does not mean they're doing a really good job for you in terms of some of these very obvious things, like let's not be underperforming by 3% or more, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. And if you're super busy and you're just going about your business and trusting your financial advisor who said he was a fiduciary, he or she was a fiduciary, you know, you can, um, you know, and these folks, as we're talking about this, it's like, hey, this has cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars. And these are people that are, you know, they're not financially unsophisticated. Just like, hey, I hired these people to help me. And what's in there just is, 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 is nothing worth I mean, it, it really is just kind of embarrassing, honestly, right? So listen, so for them, you know, it's okay, look, well, let's get rid of those funds, right? Let's get things that are going to perform in line with the indices. Let's get rid of bond funds. Let's get some principal protected money in place. Some of those five and a half percent T-bills yeah. we've been talking about on this show, right? You know, other things we look out for in these sessions Variable annuities, typically very expensive. We've talked about there are low-cost annuities that are decent. Variable annuities, almost invariably, pun intended, I guess, um, not good, right? <laughs> so um, it's like, hey, let's strip out this underperformance. Let's get our asset allocation right. Let's look at our tax position. Can we be doing something on the tax planning side to be smart? We do all those things and more to try to get the portfolio back on track and the plan back on track. And it is a good chance, uh, Dave, to offer the opportunity for folks to come in for that second opinion, that tax liability estimate, that portfolio x-ray Let's offer that update, please. And to the next five at no cost, no obligation with a phone call to 617-674-2000-617-674-2000-617-674-2000. Up next, Russ takes questions from listeners. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners and uh, opening his schedule on this show every week uh, to give you the opportunity to sit down with Russ, Claire, the team, and have them take a look at your financial life, that portfolio x-ray Russ was just talking about. It is the Wall Street Sweeper, and of course, they'll answer your questions as Russ is uh, about to do right now from listeners who've submitted questions to the website, hackmanwealth.com. That's hackmanwealth.com. If you click the radio tab, you'll see where you can submit your question to be answered by Russ on the show. Uh, We have Amy now who says, uh, I've heard you talk about the importance of having a long-term tax plan to reduce the amount of taxes that I have to pay on my retirement money. Well, I asked my accountant for help, and he said that he doesn't do that. I have an advisor at a bank branch who said maybe I should look at a Roth account, but he couldn't help me beyond that. How do I get the right kind of help? Yeah, this is one of the confusing things out there. It's like, okay, I, 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 
I know that I have 401ks, IRAs, that they're going to be taxed in the future. They're subject to these required minimum distributions that start at age 73 or beyond. So it's a perfectly natural question to be wondering, okay, well, who's supposed to help me with this? Right. Right? And your, your accountant is generally like, hey, I'm here to do 500 tax returns a year. I'm not not doing long term tax planning there. They're looking at what happened last year. They're not saying right. The question question at hand here is, hey, can I do anything to save taxes over the next ten or twenty years on my principally on my tax deferred money? Uh, and yeah, usually the answer is yes, but you can't get that answer from a big box firm. They generally are not allowed to talk about tax. It's really only independent financial planners like us, and I'm sure there's other good people that do it as well, that are able to say, hey, if I can estimate my tax liability out over the next several years, if I use Roth accounts, if I use tax-advantaged investments, are there ways for me to get my taxes down? The answer can be yes, but requires careful planning. We do that in these complimentary consultations. And so uh, you know, if you're wondering, hey, what what can I do to to uh, you know not just let taxes happen to me? You know, do do avail yourself of one of these opportunities to come in and see us. Matt submitted this question uh, at HackmanWealth.com. He says, uh, "I'm reading a lot about long-term care insurance, and I don't know if it's a good idea. So, I'm asking if long-term care insurance is worth it, or should I put those funds in my personal investments, high yields? I'm 40, no kids, and my husband and myself have 355,000 saved for retirement. Any wisdom or insight?" Well, unfortunately, there really isn't much in the way that I've seen, at least, of long-term care insurance that's worth buying. You know, there are people who bought some of the older ones from Hancock and Genworth and some others that uh, are really good policies that cover a lot, uh, but they're not selling those anymore because those companies got really beat up by the escalation in long-term care costs. So. You really can't get anything great. Sometimes it can make some sense uh, to uh, invest some money in life insurance that has long-term care benefits. Uh, and before you know, people want to fall asleep and say, Russ, why are you talking about life insurance? <laughs> uh, I love the new improved it, life insurance. There is some decent life insurance that's sort of a hybrid that offers good long-term tax-free returns, and that also has an embedded long-term care component. And so I don't recommend dismissing it outright, outright but it is a, um, it's a difficult area to try to bring in uh, resources. Bill says, you've mentioned that a smart social security strategy is an important part of a financial plan. Well, I'm 65 and retiring soon. My wife is 64, already retired. We were thinking of just both starting when we retire. Is that not a smart strategy? Well, it it's one of those, uh, social security strategy is one of those things that requires planning and analysis and comparison. So the question is, you know, if you have, uh, in Bill's case, uh, you know, him, him at 65 and his wife at 64, the question is, okay, we could look at starting Social Security now. That means you have to draw less on your investments. 
But what would happen if we waited for at least one of them to have an escalating Social Security amount? And how might that influence the future? I generally do like people, at least one member of a couple, waiting for as long as possible, as long as you have the right resources, because that gets you up to a pretty high number that then lasts forever and is inflation protected or inflation adjusted. And it really is one of the most difficult things to get in life is to get inflation adjusted income. So obviously it depends on your other resources, but that is uh, part of what uh, you know, we work on with uh, folks in these comprehensive plans is, um, you know, what should our social security be, mm-hmm. right? One part of it, right? One part. Yeah, absolutely. And, what is you know, a comprehensive it, plan? What are the components? Yeah, it, it's a good opportunity um, to, to jump into like, hey, what can I expect if I come in for a complimentary consultation or come in for a second opinion? And of course, it consists of some of the things we've already talked about, like a portfolio x-ray looking at fees and performance. And am I, you know, both as I'm currently allocated, are my fees and performance okay? Should my allocation be changed? Should I be getting out of bonds? Probably yes. Should I should I be getting more of those five and a half percent T bills or CDs? Yep, probably yes. Right? Do I have too much stock market risk? Uh, are all my assets generating income? Some of those are the things that come out of that portfolio X-ray. The next thing I want to see in a plan is a lifetime cash flow. Yeah, you know, we've got that proverbial question. I think the most important question in financial in uh, any financial plan is. Do I have an answer to this question? If I'm 95 and I'm still on this green earth, where's my money coming from no matter what, right? These are key questions. Social security, safe money asset allocation, a tax reduction plan, all of those things come to folks who come in and see us for a complimentary second opinion. Uh, And I'd like to encourage uh, those folks that have saved $500,000, a million or more, Take advantage of this opportunity to give us a call. Get on our calendar for August. It's going into September now. Uh, we're, we're keeping very busy with uh, folks coming in. But, of course, uh, we always reserve a few more slots uh, each week. So let's offer that update, please. And to the next five at no cost, no obligation, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. That easy to schedule this comprehensive review talking about what Russ just mentioned. 617-674-2000. Coming up, how to benefit if the markets keep rising, but protect your gains if the markets fall off later this year or next. with the Wall Street Sweeper and Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. I, I enjoy talking to Russ and Clear on this show every week, and we love having you on board to hearing about the strategies for retirement, what we should be considering today. Uh, Russ also brings in his Wall Street uh, experience and, and that to the show as well. And looking at 
the market performance and how we should take that into consideration, even in our retirement planning. Russ, what what should we do? What what are some strategies that we maybe should consider if we see a weaker market performance later this year? As I was alluding to, Dave, uh, you know, there are some strategists out there that are saying, hey, you know, we're a little vulnerable because there has been this real huge run up uh, this year, particularly in technology stocks and what happens if some of these big technology stocks reverse themselves or other parts of the market reverse themselves, or we get some more fragility in the financial system, in the economy, there's still some real sort of cataclysmic, if you will, forces out there in terms of the Fed still raising rates in in terms of um you know, inflation still is not where uh, people want it to be. And we've had a significant run up. So as we're continuing to sit down with people, talking with our existing clients, talking with uh, new folks coming in, the question is, okay, how do we position ourselves to take advantage of the fact that we've had a nice run up this year? But how do we protect those gains? How do we benefit from future gains? But how do we also make sure that if for whatever reason the markets retrace this gain that we've had, that, you know, it doesn't all go back down the tubes and I'm sitting here like I was at, you know, December 31st, uh, you know, and we remember, Dave, when we were talking about December 31st and January 1st, it was like, you know, we already even going into New Year's, I was like, you know, 20. 2022. I mean, it's like we're going into New Year's. We already have a hangover. Right. We I mean, did. So, <laughs> I mean, who wants to go to a party already already hungover? Well, we did. Yeah, just, we never got the yeah, party. Yeah. It's it's not good. So, a little bit of a party going on this year. We want to make sure that you know we can keep our glasses full and uh, you know continue to uh, uh, get through the year. And so, it is a, a final opportunity. Uh, Dave, to offer slots on our calendar. Come in and see us, those folks that have saved $500,000, a million or more. Let's see uh, if there's ways to consolidate there's ga- those gains, ways to harvest that some of that quote-unquote dead money that's in bond funds. Lots of work to do, so please do come in and see us. And you can meet with Russ and Clear and the team at one of the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, Waltham. If you call 617-674-2000 to schedule this comprehensive review, it's going to be about you. Of course, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. As always, thanks for joining us. We're back next week, same time, right here. For the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Russ Hackman and Claire Hare are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, BWA, registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. 
Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Index or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of compensation and or other compensation, such as a percentage of organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to